KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The Dictator is Sacha Baron Cohn's gleefully scabrous portrait of a fictional North African tyrant called Admiral General Aladdin. The movie starts high with a tribute to the memory of Kim Jong-il and tosses off some sensationally funny stuff, but soon descends into a rat-a-tat rhythm of random insult and ritual vulgarity. It's a letdown and a loss. We can always use craziness on the level of Aladdin winning 14 gold medals in his own Olympic Games by shooting other athletes. There's even satirical value in the ghastliness of his asking a pregnant woman whether she's having a boy or an abortion. Vulgarity, on the other hand, is already in plentiful supply. It's really not funny to watch the dictator dump his own urine on an Israeli ambassador during a speech at the United Nations. In the 2006 mockumentary Borat, Sacha Baron Cohen gave us a hero of triumphant imbecility, played with the lechery of Groucho Marx and the taut anxiety of Alan Arkin. Three years later, in Bruno, he was less entertaining and sometimes downright embarrassing as a blonde, flamboyantly gay fashion journalist in spandex. Last year, in Hugo, his gifts as a performer were thwarted by Martin Scorsese's clumsy direction and an absence of fresh material. Now he's turning material both fresh and rancid into tepid gruel. In one scene, an androgynous activist at a health food co-op teaches Aladine to masturbate. She's played charmingly by an almost unrecognizable Anna Faris, and his reaction is charming, too. Wait, what sorcery is this? On the whole, though, the dictator is much more masturbatory than ensorceling. In Battleship, a board game gone mega-budget ballistic, there comes a time when the fate of our planet seems to have been sealed by an attack from outer space. We're looking at an extinction-level event, an astronomer declares, and it's hard to disagree with the invaders' stupendously powerful vessels and the impenetrable force fields that protect them. Around this time, though, you may feel you're looking at another extinction-level event, one that threatens the end of logic, storytelling, characterization, hearing, and maybe even the movie business as we know it. Still, the planet is saved by a U.S. Navy lieutenant backed up by the Pacific Fleet, while the movie is enlivened now and then by lines that rise above intentional stupidity into inspired idiocy and by occasionally stunning imagery that cuts through the computer-generated clutter. The Earth's savior, Lieutenant Alex Hopper, is played by Taylor Kitsch. He helped save Mars as John Carter in the recent misfortune of the same name. Opportunity knocks when he's suddenly asked to command the only ship inside the invader's force field. Battleship contains some beautiful effects, the raising of the force fields, the devastation of Hong Kong, and especially the form and function of the alien vessels which suggests deranged Olympians doing the breaststroke. Yet most of the effects are sliced too thin to give much sustenance. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. 
Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.